Hey there. Hello. How's it going, Rainbow? Pretty good. <laughs> Feeling a little tired today, just from not sleeping much. <laughs> Up a lot with the baby. Yeah, that happens. Yep. <laughs> uh, how do I sound on your end? You sound fine. Okay, good. I'm, uh, my internet sometimes goes in and out here. And, uh, so just let me know if it's not good. Okay. Well, I know that Amina said uh, she wouldn't be able to make it, so we'll see if Jesse's going to join us. Otherwise, it might okay. just be me. And then uh, I'm thinking next month we'll start to have a whole bunch, a whole new group. Yeah. Mhm. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you and Marsha and the baby. Me too. And yeah. Wow. We're excited. Yeah. 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 It'll be nice to, to have a break and have all the food prepared for you and all that yep. stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mommy vacation time. Yep. <laughs> so let's take this breath and pray in. Mm-hmm. Move into that place of deep gratitude for our life and the preciousness of our life. We're grateful. Grateful, grateful, grateful to open our hearts and minds to infinite love, intelligence, guiding us everywhere, every way. We're grateful and thankful to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and to recognize our true nature is perfect love. We're grateful and thankful to consciously surrender all the blocks to love and knowing our true nature. Grateful that I am that I am and one with the I am presence of all beings. Grateful and thankful to open our mind to the fullness of love, opening our mind to wholeness and being a healing presence in this world. We're consciously calling forth a powerful activation of all our gifts and talents, sharing the benefits with everyone. We joyfully allow our healing to be, and so it is. Amen. So it is, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So do you have any questions, anything you'd like to bring up? Um, not necessarily a question, but I can definitely just share a bit. Um, Great. It's been really interesting month, it feels like. <laughs> like literally, it feels like a month of just some deep, deep healing going on. Um, and I think, you know, what's really been coming up for me is just another layer of this, like um, letting go of this not good enough mm. belief. Just getting some water. And, um, yeah, and in particular, like I know when we, we spoke when we had a session a few months back, 
um, and I was having a lot of stuff coming up with uh, Lola, with, you know, as our, um, yeah, anyway, so it's just, I don't even know what it be like. A lot has shifted and changed, and I think just like in relationship to work and career, and with Bodhi, um, we physically moved. So we moved to a new location just for our Sunday experience. Um, is now out of a theater, and that's going really, really well. And it's in a brand new neighborhood. Like for 12 years, we've been in the same neighborhood. So we're in a new neighborhood and a new. Um, location and and yet we haven't secured what will be and what exactly it's going to look like what we want for our like office and classroom space um Mm -hmm. and so it's just felt so there's been a good bit of just you know with any transition um uh you know some natural kind of turmoil i guess you could say you know and things a lot of unclarity and figuring things out and um looking at and so we went from a three-person full-time staff now down to just a two-person staff, just Lola and I, um, with a number of support staff um, in, you know, various kind of stipend-specific roles. Um, and that that in itself was just – and it was just really interesting um, how – anyway, so for me, it's just I've experienced – I've had a lot of – anger come up which um is new for me or i guess it's it's not familiar <laughs> you know and to actually express that and um you know it felt like kind of so it was maybe like a month ago when the other person left and you know we had a, a meeting the three of us and i was just sharing with a lot of like what i was feeling and a lot of um anger and this and the other and um, around the work environment and different stresses and all these different things. And um, and then from that, basically the other person was kind of like, and I was almost like, I don't know, like, am I to leave? What's not working? What's not? Like, I was just totally in surrender to what's happened. And it was just really interesting that how she ended up being the one um, to leave and just so that in itself has also just been a big stressor. So I guess I'll just say there's been a lot of stress. And then what I've been looking at is just like, why is this so stressful? Like I just take it all so seriously. And I also have been realizing that it's like I've been feeling like I need to work hard to prove something. Um, mm. And that's what I've been noticing is coming up um, and where I get like, you know, um, you know, just a text or a phone call or something from Lola, and I would just feel like, like I'd get just this reaction of like, like I did something wrong or like I made a mistake or, you know, and I felt like I had to like be constantly on doing stuff or in my mind or something would fall apart, you know, and, and a lot of it is circumstantial, like, because there is a lot going on and, and in a transition and now for just kind of like two of us holding that. So some of that is, you know, um, product of circumstance or whatever and I know a lot of it was my relationship to it and how I was kind of holding it and just really questioning also a lot um, of you know is this uh, is this the right place for me to be serving and at the same time like having the opportunity to speak more regularly teaching classes at Bodhi receiving tremendous feedback from from the community and and 
you know, and yet not really fully able to take it in if I get like, you know, Lola's very, um, her go-to is just, she's very critical and um, feedback oriented, you could say. <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, that that is sometimes challenging for me as well, even though I know like she, and this is some of the stuff I was bringing up, you know, so she would say that, um, you know, well, I assume that it's good. Like, we don't need to touch base on the good, and I'm just going to go to a, well, this, 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 and, and that's like, I always feel surprised because I would think something went well or went great, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, well, what about this, and why didn't this happen, or this could have been better, or this, and I'm just like, what? So that's just all that's been occurring <laughs> over the past month or so. Um and just been really willing to look at what's in it for me. Um, and maybe a little over a week ago or so, um, I decided, and kind of listening to some of the relationship classes you've been doing in Master mm-hmm. Living One and listening to those, I was like, okay, it's time. So I called for a holy relationship with Lola. And then I think it was from there that, maybe a couple of days later, I was just so angry at her. And, like, I had a whole day. And then I, and then I was angry that I have all this stuff to do and I couldn't do anything because I was just in this turmoil around something she did or, did, you know, and, and what to say and how to commute and what to say to her and what's mine and what's, the, you know, it was like this whole day of, like, blah. Um, and, you know, it kind of, kind of really worked itself out and we ended up, having dinner that night and she joined me for a class and talked through and different things but um it just really yes just felt like that okay this is that everything coming up (laughs) to be healed and transformed and I really do want to you know harvest the learning and um and I think that what I've noticed is sometimes you know my tendency is when there's conflict or turmoil or whatever then just like I don't need to there's something mm-hmm. out and just leave and so I've been really um, working against that tendency of mine and sticking through um, but it's been very challenging um, and I feel like I'm starting to get on the other side of it I spoke on on Sunday and finally like Sunday afternoon felt like I could relax a little bit like just things had to come, like all our classes and everything started last week, and so there was just a lot of extra work around that, and so it's like mm. things cooled down a little bit, and it was a great experience to get to share on Sunday, and, you know, of course, one of those things, the message was for me um, <laughs> as much as anyone mm-hmm. that I shared, and um, yeah, so that's just kind of what's been going on and I you know and one of the things I shared about on Sunday when I spoke is just really getting that you know when stuff comes up the idea like the miracle is really in realizing and transforming what that belief is that's holding us back you know and being willing to have that healing and so that's what I've just been in relationship to within myself of like then that's why I think, you know, the clarity around, like, not feeling good enough or somehow that I'm going to make a mistake or do something bad or wrong, all that, you know, is just what's been causing a lot of extra stress and pressure on my 
myself, but I know I make it all up in my own mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of transformation going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I want to mention one thing so I don't forget it. So I remember yes. in our last conversation we talked about how Lola's an eight. Yes. On the Enneagram. And that um, that characteristic of saying, well, it was great. It was good, obviously. So now let's look at what <laughs> could be improved. <laughs> Is such mm-hmm. an eight thing. Mm-hmm. It's such an eight thing. Uh that uh, uh, I think it's really valuable not in any way to take it personally. Yeah. Because it is completely impersonal. Yep. And to also assert your own desire to say, well, let's, yeah, okay, yes, obviously it was awesome and excellent and wonderful, and let's celebrate that for five minutes. Yeah. Because that feels good to me. hmm <laughs> Is a way that you can help her and teach her and let her grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was one of the things we talked about that when I, um, you know, brought this stuff up and just kind of was sharing where I was feeling and feeling really upset and this and that and the other, whenever that was, um, a few weeks ago. And she agreed or said that too. Yeah, I guess I need to be more aware of, like, sharing positive feedback as well and kind of starting from that. So Yes. Yeah. Yep. And that that actually can be a big help to her, and she'll appreciate you for reminding her of that because she's a leader, and it's important that she remember that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's not her nature. Right, right. Yeah. But she's not the only one in the room, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how do you feel about the way things have turned out with you and your coworker? Um, with the other person that left? Yeah, that she left, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely some sadness there that I haven't really processed because I also so immediately went to the understanding, like, that was definitely what needed to happen Mm -hmm. um, because she was, very unhappy and unproductive and it was kind of like bringing the team down you know mm-hmm. and um and she we've become really great friends over the past year of working together you know and and um so you know and she would be the person that would always she was just she's a she's a two on the universe, you know, so she's the helper, so she was always like, "What do you need? How are you? you know, just like that connection piece for me, and it's like you know have you do you need a snack are you hungry? do you need to go for a walk like always like you know just really supportive, so like not 
you know, so definitely like not having her that um, around and then this dynamic now of just Lola and I is very different because Lola and I also both just have this drive where we would just like work, 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 <laughs> you know, and uh, so there's maybe a little out of balance with that. Um, yeah, just in just the sadness, too, of um, Amy being gone. I don't think I've really, um, yeah, really processed that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then let's go back to the beginning where you said you were having some ahas, stuff coming up. Mm-hmm you know, long-held patterns. So Uh which of the ones that you mentioned would you like to start talking about? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely... If indeed you do want to talk more about them. Sure. (laughs) If you're willing, always, I am. (laughs) Yeah, yes, Um, I am. Great. Yeah, I mean, because I do think this is so... um, important for me to like fully step into you know being a spiritual teacher and and sharing what I need to share is this you know transforming this belief of um you know I don't know if it's not not good enough I mean I think that's that's what comes up a lot or somehow that like I'm gonna make a mistake or oh it's almost like this like idea that I'm gonna like accidentally do something wrong you know it's like Mm because it's like so not my intention but that I'm gonna like there'll be some kind of mistake or I'll forget something or I'll like you know not respond to someone quick enough or an email gets dropped and then like something horrible happens and I could have done something or I don't know you know so it's like that there's something that I'm like gonna miss or do bad or wrong that's been gonna have this horrible effect so, yeah. Yeah, so that feels so much to me like some kind of residue from another lifetime. Mm-hmm. Coming up for mm-hmm. healing. So, my strategy, if you will, to work with things like that, because I have those things too, my own versions of them uh, is to say that has no power anymore. That was the past. That's not happening now. And to really be with it a moment is really helpful. Like really be with it. Say, well, could something happen? Would I allow it? Would I be the generator of it? Is that what I'm intending? What What is really my thought around this? And when I do that, I realize, because I used to um, really have a strong, strong pattern of fear of hurting people, mm. emotionally, you know, and because I used mm-hmm. to do that. I, I used to be very cruel actually at times uh-huh. and um very very hurtful and so i i ha- then had a fear that i would regress to doing that 
or that I wouldn't oh. be able to help myself. And I, I think it was partly karmic. And then, well, all the karma that I brought in uh, was causing me to act out that way and then to feel the misery of it, recreate it, if you will, and so that I could say, yeah, that's not my way. I'm not interested in that anymore. And um, so it it's taken me quite some time and, and real attention to really realize I am not, I'm not going to hurt anybody. I'm just not going to do that. Those days are over. That's not happening anymore. You know, and there are still times when I could be petty uh, about mm-hmm. some things. You know, I could be, you know, how it is with family. Sometimes they, um, they in their their love and service to you, the the buttons are pushed, and mm-hmm. um, and then the old pattern can resurface for a minute. But um, I'm. I'm not going to say things that are unkind. I'm not going to do things that are unkind. I know that now. But I, it, it really helped me, Rainbow, to address that fear by really looking at it and saying, is this really a possibility for me anymore? Mm-hmm. Whereas the temptation is to say, I don't want to think about that. Mm-hmm. And just push it back under the rug. You know, no, I, I, I don't, no, I, I don't want to think about that. But that's not dealing with it, and so that's not healing it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got stuff like this. So it's a very common thing when we're counseling people that they will have fears that on the surface might seem irrational based on where their life is headed now. But it's the, the old karma coming up for healing that they're afraid of repeating uh, their errors of the past. Mm-hmm. So having that strategy to not just push it under the rug, look at it, consider it, think about it. So if you if you were to do that, is there anything where you have a real concern? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like realizing that's like I totally am. It totally is a fear. Like I'm making, I'm projecting that something. Mm-hmm bad or wrong is going to happen, you know, like even just, um, you know, I just think of the example of, um, yeah, getting a text from Lola or, you know, like, can we talk or call me or, you know, that, and I'm like, <gasps> you know, it's like, right. what, what, you know, like, yeah, just stopping in that moment. And I, so what I hear saying, it's like recognizing, okay, this is like just an old fear from the past that's coming up. It has no power over now it's not happening now right and just kind of yeah taking a breath <laughs> yeah and does it happen with others or is it mostly Lola um mostly her and then I'd say the only other thing that that's similar is just if somebody reaches out to me that's also like Bodhi, like work related, and um, I don't know why. You know, so it's like when someone's just like, "Hey, can you give me a call or can we or an email or talk?" You know, then it's like I just feel or assume that it's something wrong or bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I get nervous and then I want to just like avoid it, and it's like it never. It, I mean, like 
99% of the time it's not, you know. Right. Maybe more with Lola it might be, but <laughs> with others it's not. Right. So, um, yeah, so Lola is perfectly positioned in your life to keep poking that bear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, because her eight personality, which is I'm an eight, so I really get it, um, mm-hmm. is her personality is not to say, hey, I really love the work you did last weekend, and I'd like to talk with you some more about it. Can we connect later? She just says, mm-hmm. I need to talk with you. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it it automatically triggers that pattern. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, um, you know, because like I said, I've really been working on that this week, and when some of this stuff came up on Friday or I think it was, I was just like, you know, I was like declare. It was like one of those like stomp your feet, like, no, I'm healing this. And it's like, I'm going to experience the healing by Sunday. And then I laughed at myself later, uh, like Saturday night, because I was speaking Sunday and I was still just in kind of a lot of little, I was like, why couldn't I step by Saturday? I need to before I speak on Sunday. But anyway. Um, Right. But I got a text from her Sunday morning, and it started with really looking forward to hearing your talk this morning, and then blah, 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 whatever else. She And I was like, oh, and I not that was very different. Like, I acknowledge or recognize that that was, um, that in itself was a little miracle, you know? <laughs> like, uh-huh. For her to, to, to start with that, so. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you do you feel like this pattern has any origin in your experience in this life? I don't think so. And I mean I do I think it I definitely think it's past life stuff too and I remember this coming up before like, so I was telling my mom about it some. She's like, yeah, I remember we did some work around this with healing some past life stuff. Because um, when it came up before was, you know, when I first was, like, starting the youth program and working with a youth program 12 years ago or whatever, I would have a fear that, like, something bad would happen, like a kid would mm-hmm. get hurt or something, you know, like under my watch. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, totally unintentional, that's not the – you know what I would want but that something like that would happen and so that feels similar and I remember that um, because we talked about how we did some work around healing that um, many years ago so it it feels that sort of similar but I think this one has more to do with um, a little bit more to do with like kind of my recognizing my own value and worth um, Mm -hmm. and and not, um, <clears throat> yeah, because what I tend to do with Lola is because she's such a strong, dynamic personality and person and has a lot of ideas and opinions about everything that I then just kind of don't have a space or don't even, you know, to to know what I think or feel. You know, so I just kind of um, go to that or whatever. I can't think of the word, but. Um, yeah, so then I think that she's automatically right. Like, I've I've realized that I've 
just like placed her ideas or opinions as right instead of really looking at, well, what do I really think about that? Because it feels like it's just this always, even when she at, when she says something and asks Lamari opinion and I, and it doesn't seem like if I don't seem to agree, it's like, it's like she's, it, it feels like it's an argument that can never be won. Like mm-hmm. if I start to share what I think, like she's just like this brilliant mind that will like out talk it, whatever, just to have her opinion be validated. And mm-hmm. then it's just exhausting. So then I just get to the point of like, well, what's the point of even sharing anything? Even when she does ask and I don't have the same opinion, it's like no point. Because <laughs> I'm just, I just get to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And just agreeing with her. And then later I'm like, I don't think that's what I really feel. So I don't know how that's connected except just in trust. That was the big thing that came up to me trust and it's like I don't know that I trust her and I don't trust myself in relationship with her trust is a big thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep it's um, it's definitely an eight thing to need to be right very controlling uh-huh. And uh, it's, I, I really can feel, Rainbow, that she is the perfect person to challenge you on all these levels. Yeah. Two, yep. Because two, one of the um, the issues that you're really bringing forward to have a healing with, which is perfect timing because you're a mom now and mm-hmm. You're a mom, and you're a teacher, and you're a counselor, and you're a leader. So it's it's the opportunity, everything in your life, it's like a perfect circle around you to support you in really owning how you feel, your perspective, what you know, your gifts and talents, and standing in it. So working alongside someone... Yeah who is so clear, even when they're not clear, they pretend to be clear. Yep. Because that's (laughs) what eights do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so um, to to be able to hold your own against someone whose personality is so strong is Uh really the perfect thing to support you in standing in your own heart and mind and owning where you are and learning to really speak up and articulate it. So then it's uh, it's about recognizing when that pattern happens, when you don't quite agree with her, is to really know in your own heart and mind this what you have to offer just what you have to say have value is it valuable is it worth saying Mm -hmm. so you spoke on sunday how did you feel about what what you said yeah i thought um it went really well and i found myself you know as i was preparing it was so interesting i was still kind of 
comparing because I, so Lola spoke um, the first week. Our theme this month is called Making Meaning. And so she spoke the first week, and then um, the Southern Minister, um, Reverend Galen, he spoke, and then I spoke. So I was like, you know, kind of building on the messages, but I really kind of took a different um, perspective on it, you know, instead of like they were talking more about making meaning and how so we make the meaning in our lives, you know, and what do we want to make anything can mean anything, and what do we want to make it mean? And I went more with. Uh, we don't know what anything is for, and it's the ego that wants to always make a meaning and how can we surrender that and get to that place of meaninglessness in order to experience the miracle by having divine insight, but divine insight can't come through when we already think we figured it out or we place all this other meaning on something. Um, so it's like as I was as I was preparing it, I w- there was a little bit of like I felt like I was again, like going to do something bad or wrong, that I was maybe somehow sharing a different perspective that was um, going to be in conflict sort of um, from what had previously been shared, even though that's not, you know, like, I don't know, but I did notice that I had a little bit of that um, that fear playing into it, but I still stuck to it because I was like, well, this is what I know to be true, and this is how I experience what this theme means to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and it wasn't she didn't say anything. You know, it wasn't like people were like, Well what? I thought this and that the other you know, and I and I tied it in well to some of what they had shared as well, but I did notice that there's still this thing where this um how separation is coming up. Um mm-hmm. where I feel like she sees things this way and I see things this way. So another reason why it's not gonna work. Like we have two, you know, as opposed to like, and then there's other times when I'm like, wow, we are really like so perfect partnership on this because we have, we see things from different perspectives and we, we are very different in our approach and that's needed for a community, you know, a large community to have different perspectives. So I, I, there's times when I've been in that and this has definitely been the time where I felt a little bit like, oh, it's just like confrontive that I'm sharing something that, um, you know, is is maybe a little different uh-huh. viewpoint, but is what, what's true for me. But I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things you can, you can know that you might not be aware of, but I suspect you are, is um, for a leader – it's so helpful to have someone who frequently does not agree that's mm-hmm. very close. It's very helpful. It really is. It's someone who has a different perspective, a different uh, point of view, a different outlook, even different goals. That can be really, really helpful to because especially for an eight, because eights can get myopic. Mm-hmm. On some in some ways, you know, they can just get so focused on what they think is best that they lose perspective of the whole mm-hmm. and other points of view. So having someone who's there to offer other points of view can be really helpful. So <clears throat> she's giving you that opportunity. You're giving her an opportunity to see other points of view. And so 
you, you get to learn how to articulate your point of view and not collapse and cave. Because when you when you cave in and like you were saying before, you just kind of go, oh yeah, well, and <clears throat> agree with her, and then li- later you realize, ah, uh, no, I don't really mm-hmm. agree. Um, how do you do? You look and examine at what exactly transpired and where you made the decision. It's easier just to agree with her. Do you have clarity on that? Yeah, I think it's more of a. I literally in that moment agree with her. You know, like mm-hmm. I she's like, like I so like okay yeah I hear what you're saying and I get. Um, because me as a nine, it's easy to hear all sides and all perspectives. And, and so when she's so strong where she's coming from, then I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like I'm choosing to withhold. Um, and it, and it's, that's why then it's later. It's like, well, I don't know. Like I, it, I just, it feels like I can't in the moment figure out what is mine to share or say. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, I hear you. Okay, she's, you know, does that make sense? And is it? And I mean, well, tell me if I, I mean, tell me if I'm just totally da da da. I'm like, no, no, yeah, yeah, okay. And then, not always, but then sometimes later, I'm like, I don't know still, you know. But it's like, mm-hmm. so it's not. Yeah, it's really more. I think um, what I would like is to be able to, in a conversation like that have more clarity on what it is that I do feel or believe or whatever and be able to express that even when she's yeah. very good at articulating her thing, you know. Mhm. Mhm. So what it feels like to me as you're talking about it is uh, there's like a veil in the mind that is blocking your clarity. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all have veils in our mind. And uh, for a while, I did a lot of work on removing the veils to be able to see and hear and feel and know more clearly. And so uh, what I did was I really worked with the masters and the angels, asking them on a daily basis to assist me in releasing all the veils that were impediments to my living a loving awakened life. And so you can do that as well. You can ask for divine assistance with that and be very intentional around it. And that will help you to become more aware when you come up against that that veil. Okay. And the the reason why we have veils in our awareness that that block the awareness is they're originally there to prevent us from feeling more pain mm-hmm. so uh in our previous incarnations we made the decision to close down and feel less so and be less aware so that we wouldn't experience the suffering that our choices would be causing us 
So we decided to be less aware, less feeling, less knowing, so that we would have less suffering. And um, it was a fateful decision that we're now working very hard to get back to the awareness, the feeling, the knowing. So what it what it requires on a heart level is just the courage to face our feelings. The courage to face our feelings. In fact, this came up in the class with Venerable today. So you can hear what she had to say about it. Um, but in oftentimes it seems so much easier to avoid our feelings, but it's actually easier to go through them. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yes, it, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that's definitely what uh been coming up for me mm-hmm. also recently. Is that work and feeling my feelings. How's that been coming up for you? In what 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 sense? What way? Um, well, I've been I have been actually literally feeling more, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um, just experience. Like I I feel like I just like cry all the time at things now, like, not, you know, just from, like, but, like, from, like, inspiration or love or whatever, you know, or mm-hmm. just feels like all my feelings are a lot more um, than I've used to experience them. Um, and then, like I said, like, the anger has been coming up um, a lot um, and just kind of moving that through my body and, like, jumping on my trampoline and stomping it out and, shouting or whatever, you know, and even letting myself say things in my mind that normally I, I wouldn't say because that's being mean, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm so, like, contained or whatever, like I wouldn't even, like, want to say anything, you know, but it's mm-hmm. like, you no, know, just but knowing that that's not, anyway, just allowing it to be, like, a cleansing process of just saying it how I feel and, like, yeah, she's mean, and she's acting like this and that and the other. You know, it's like I wouldn't, I'm always like, no, but like always kind of taking the high road, but sometimes that could be like a spiritual bypass. So I don't know, I guess, yeah, I have a question about that for you. Like, you know, cause I, I know, like talking about kindness and compassion, but at what point, like, I don't want to be like, Spewing negativity, and that's why it's like. So I like rarely like say anything bad about people ever, you know. And when this anger's coming through, I'm realizing like I there's I've been feeling that. So I don't know if that if my question makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you're you're noticing. Uh, more a lot more feelings are coming up so that's that and that's a byproduct of the work that you've been doing to release those veils and the fear of feeling your feelings or having feelings or being emotional and uh, because uh, a lot of times we see people in the world who are very emotional and 
sometimes it can be perceived as a liability, mm-hmm. you know, or as a weakness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not true at all. It's not true at all. Now, some people get stuck in certain emotions, and then that that can be definitely a detriment. It can be uh, difficult and everything. But everything uh, serves the light. And uh, I love that lesson. All things are all in the, in the Course of Miracles. All things are lessons God would have me learn. So everything has value. So what I'm hearing you say is that uh, you are still experiencing some fear around your feelings and fear of being overwhelmed and overpowered by them. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, and that to me feels like really old stuff for you that that's so good that it's coming up because that fear of being overwhelmed by the feelings, being overpowered by them, being dragged down by them is uh will will keep you up in your head. Mhm. And it will keep you from really fully embodying in your life. And so um I'm just it came into my mind, so it just seems like a bit of intuition here. Um, did you observe anything with your parents about uh emotions where it the meaning you made of it or the interpretation was it's not good to be emotional, much better to just be even all the time. Yeah, I mean I think one thing was that my um my dad was very sensitive, so he would express a lot of emotion, like he would like cry at movies and that sort of thing. And then, and my mom expressed more um, anger. Um, but what I remember is like we would always like tease my dad, like it was like family joke, like teasing him about like crying at the movies and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now you you you're finding yourself crying at the movies and crying yeah. <laughs> at inspirational things and being moved um by things like your father was. Mhm. Yeah. So that's good. You can have more compassion and understanding for him now. Yeah. It's never too late. Yeah. You know, to have more compassion and more understanding for our parents uh even long after their not here on this dimension anymore. So, but the main thing I'm hearing you say is it's really the fear of exploding in anger or being caught up in the emotion that is your concern. Yeah, and it's like it's got to this point now where it's like I really have just been let, like I feel like I can't stop it anymore, you know. So it's like that I have been expressing the emotions more um and I would say that where the only thing where the fear may be holding me back is um, somehow like not wanting to look bad, you know, or like, um, and probably because I judge other people that express their emotions very 
big and especially anger because it looks to me like being mean and rude. And again, Lola's another teacher for me with that. You know, so it's like I, um, yeah, that was just another, like, so for example, there was one Sunday in our new space and we got there and the stuff wasn't set up the way it was supposed to be set up and the heat was, it was like 80 degrees in the room, like all these number of things. And she just like, you know, like goes off right there. Like this doesn't work and da-da-da-da and why is this? You need da-da-da. And, and again, from like, you know, Anyway, so for me, I experienced that as being kind of mean and rude because then everyone around is like, you know, um, as opposed to my nature, which is more like, it's okay, you know, let's, if we need to find to do this, and I just do it in a very calm way, and let's get it handled, you know, but I don't, like, express anger about it. And so that's what I'm realizing now. Yeah, so, yeah. So in that moment, did you feel angry? It's almost like, uh, no, I don't think I did. But it's like, it almost feels like there's not, there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be room to if I did because right. <laughs> he's doing it for us all, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's like, again, in that time, it's like a dynamic I'm walking into already, the anger. So my reaction is to Kevin keep it calm for everyone. It's like, so I play the opposite in order to get a balance and just to have things done. Um, so, and then, but yeah, but I definitely have a judgment around like, well, you can choose to be upset about this or you can choose to trust that it's all going to work out and to find a solution at the moment. Um, so I wasn't aware that I was angry, um, not in that particular, but there may be a, a situation similar that, if I wasn't like the second party walking into it, if I was the first, you know, that I would feel um, frustrated. Um, but yeah, but I, but that's where, but like I wouldn't want to show that or like have other people know that because I feel like that being rude or like spewing your negativity on other people. And maybe that's not true. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Root is is in a lot of ways a judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, so being angry and demonstrative can easily be offensive, which is another word for rude. And so mm-hmm. rude is really when you are offending other people. So people can only get offended if they're judging. Mm-hmm. So... For some people, it's very common for people just to get angry, they get it out, it's done, it's over, and then they forget about it. Right. You know, they move on. Uh, other people yeah. will hold on to a resentment or something like that and, and be a slow, simmering burn uh, and not get over it. So people have different mm-hmm. ways of approaching things. What I'm really hearing is that the the anger frightens you. Mm-hmm. It, it bothers you. It upsets you. You. That's why you, you move into judgment about it. Mm-hmm. Be, because you want to distance yourself from it. You want to get separate from it. Yep. It's not who you are or what you are. 
So anger can actually be incredibly helpful uh, because it helps when people are, uh, this is what I teach in Masterful Living and in the counseling program, which is that when people make the meaning of things that they feel hurt, they feel betrayed, they feel uh, injured in some way, doesn't matter what way, uh, and that hurt has not been healed. That that injury, that hurt, um, that upset is really their interpretation and the meaning they've made of it. But if they hold on to it, that is then the, the judgment, the unforgiveness. And what then happens is there's a corresponding fear that people have. So... If I, like, let's say somebody uh, yelled at you, they berated you, um, and you feel hurt by that. You know, maybe Lola, let's say, that she just went off on you, and, um, and you know, you, you felt really hurt by it. And then um, you would perhaps, uh, if it were unresolved, you would live in some kind of, judgment of her for having done that to you you know Mm -hmm. you're the victim she's the perpetrator and then because of the judgment that she did it to you to hurt you and that she's bad and wrong and should be punished on some level i'm not saying that this is your thinking but just to illustrate it for for you also as a counselor working with other people so Mm -hmm. um then what happens is, so the the hurt then is, is this judgment that's somewhat cherished, and uh, then that naturally creates fear that there's going to be recrimination or there's going to be a repeat, something like that, because the judger always fears more judgment, mm-hmm. because like attracts like. Mm-hmm. So the judger always feels judged because like attracts like. So that's why people who judge live in fear. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, so anger is really fear expressed in an explosive way. It's still judgment. But it's the anger is usually to protect an ancient wound, mm. old hurts that have been unresolved. So a classic example is, let's say in your case, let's say that you felt deeply wounded and hurt by Lola, but you continue to work with her. It festers and festers, and you live in fear that she's going to do that, attacking you again, that you're going to screw up in some way, that she'll then attack you and um, she'll hurt you even more. And so the appearance is that she is going to attack you or she is attacking you, and now you explode in anger to literally protect yourself from being hurt more. Mm -hmm. So that's why sometimes anger can be a really good thing because it draws people attention to, oh, there's a deep wound here that is not being addressed. Mm -hmm. 
So, because one of the most common things for spiritual students and uh, the, all the people who will come to you as a client, they're all spiritual students. They're always going to mm-hmm. be mostly spiritual students. Occasionally you get some other people on a referral, but mostly it's spiritual students. So, and a lot of spiritual people believe anger is wrong and bad. It's not wrong and bad at all. It's very helpful. It's not necessary. It, it can be avoided, but not if we don't have the skills to do, do that, that work or we feel afraid to do that work. So anger is very helpful in alerting us to where we've got old landmines of hurt and upset that can be healed. Mm-hmm. So when you feel angry, that's a really helpful thing for you. And so I would encourage you not to be frightened of it, but actually to move right into a kind of gratitude. I'm grateful. I'm aware that I'm angry. I'm grateful mm-hmm. that I can ha- make this into a healing experience and heal this pattern, this belief, this thought, whatever is the root cause of this anger, I can heal it back to its root cause. And that's mm-hmm. my intention. I'm claiming that now. I'm, I'm sticking a flag in it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was really kind of uh, amazing because part of what I shared about on Sunday was also Ho'oponopono, and then I led the meditation and um, you know, spoke that I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, um, over and over and over and over for our meditation, and then moving into prayer and really speaking that prayer around, so, you know, so grateful, so grateful for this coming up for my opportunity for a healing and all that, so it's like I'm, I was, I was doing my work in service of, the, you know, like, on stage with Lola sitting right there with the community, people were crying. I mean, it was like a tremendous healing and and to be willing to, for me to know like internally, that's what I was working on. Um, yes. And that's what made it real it was really yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. And you doing that without telling anyone, it gave people, they can feel the energetic of it and then that gives them permission to do their own work. Mhm. That was very wise. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, it was just kind of in one way. I was like, "This is just so surreal." It's like if y'all even knew what was going on in my head as I'm doing this. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, but it yeah. was definitely very, very healing. Um. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mhm. So yeah. So the is It's now you have the spiritual toolkit, and the emotional strength to tackle these patterns that have been too scary for you in the past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have the strength? Yeah, and it, it's, strength is a good word because it feels like, because it's so tempting, you know, because people around me like you know Heather and my mom that love me and support me and it's like you know so they sense like something's going on even my mother-in-law was visiting this weekend too they could just feel it and it's like you know the little bits I share it's so easy for them to just want to love me and and say oh Lola's this horrible person you know or you know and, and they and I I've told Heather specifically like that's not helpful for me like if I share something with you it's not helpful for you to 
it, you know, it may feel like you're wanting to be supportive and just kind of make her wrong in order to protect me. I was like, but that really doesn't help me. No. You know, um, so yeah. anyway, but it's, it does take that strength when it's feel, cause it's like sometimes like, well, am I crazy? Like, you know, it's like everyone else is like to like to really do this work as when everyone else would be like, just leave or why are you doing this or it's not worth you know what I mean but it's like I get that it's not her or just tell her this is not you know it's like it's not it's for me it's in my own mind it's for me to heal it's not just telling her she's tell her how tell her she's being me and it's like no it's not that's I get that's what it's not but it it is that's a very different experience for me um I would say in the past I've always just left whatever it is a relationship job whatever it is mm-hmm. um and to to stick with that and but like I said sometimes that I am asking like well am I crazy like am I keeping myself in a situation that's not healthy but it really feels like this is for my healing and so that's where I'm at but yeah it takes a lot of strength <laughs> for yeah. sure yeah, and it takes a real willingness not to go unconscious. And you're very wise to say to Mar, um, to Marsha, uh, Heather, Heather. Why did I say I say yeah. Marsha? <laughs> I don't know. I said her before too, didn't I? I think so. Yeah, at the beginning, I was like, I don't know who she's talking about. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, like what? As I was saying it, I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, to say to Heather uh, that it's not helpful to agree with you in a sense, or to um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll t- I'll just tell you briefly. Oh, cause we're at time here. Um, uh, one of my minister friends called me up one time and said. So can I just tell you my story and tell you what happened? You don't try to give me any advice, nothing, nothing. Just let me tell you my whole story. And then when I'm ready for your feedback, I'll let you know. I said, you got it, you know. And so they just mm-hmm. dumped their whole story. And I did what a, a, a good friend will do, which is I went, no, really? Oh, my God. What? Huh? Oh, honey. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, I know. Ah, I can't believe it. You know, I just made all those noises of um, mm-hmm. I'm with you, I understand you, I'm supporting you, I love you, I'm hearing you, I get it, it's clear to me. And I also, um, sometimes I would do things like, she did what? I hate her, you know. And just, you know, to be, because it would also lighten the mood, you know, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I don't hate her, but okay. Yeah, she's evil, right? (laughs) Is she not evil? Yes, clearly, (laughs) clearly. If Ernest Holmes was here, he would agree. She is evil, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And so, um, uh, because... uh, you know, but do it in that way so that it, it can be, we can laugh at it and, and be like, yeah. about it, you know. And so, you know, then at the end she'd say, so you're going to tell me I have to forgive them, right? I'm like, hey, you don't have to. 
you don't have to. <laughs> and, and, and and I'd say, and she'd be like, well, but that's the only way I'm going to have peace, right? And I'm like, well, but you don't have to do it in a hurry, you know? You can wait a little while, you know. You can work up to it, you know. You don't have to rush into it. You don't have to bypass how you feel. You can just feel how you feel for a while and, you know, then it'll move on its way because you don't want to stay in that space anyway. So, you know, it's just, but so, you know, Heather can, uh, I'm sure she has the skills, obviously, to, to be able to do that, but it's very wise to say, D- don't agree with me when I'm complaining. Mhm, mhm. Just, just listening. Mhm. Yeah. Having empathy, compassion. You know, compassion is really the healer. So. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. One last thing, I'll just add real quick, just as another. Um, example mm-hmm. because it, it re- I do feel like like the healing is happening now so um, after service we went to lunch and we had like a, a meeting with the teens and the parents and um, Lola was there and Heather came and we were all kind of sitting together at the end and um, afterwards Heather was like wow I really like enjoyed being around Lola you know like I didn't feel any of her energy you know it was like it was just a really good time I was like yeah I agree so it was like it was just another reflection of like that work that I did in that moment, you know, and how we could all like just be around each other and enjoy it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you can have more and more of that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, that's nice. Shifting and changing. Mm-hmm. Evolving. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to pray us out, and then uh, I'll see you in a few weeks. Yes. Thank you so much. I Yeah, I'm just so grateful for you and your teachings. And it was just, I really had that realization Sunday, too, after I shared. I was like, wow, all that, yeah, I'm just really grateful for all that all I shared that- has come from you know what I've learned from you and the experience and now to be able to share with others like that that ripple effect you know it's really I'm just really in gratitude for that so thank you nice well I'm in gratitude Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. yeah beautiful Mm. so we take that breath of love and gratitude so grateful and so thankful to stand in the love of God to stand in the light of God and to know that the light of God never fails, and that is what we are. So grateful to open our hearts and minds to the blessings that are ours to receive and to share. So grateful to be in this distribution of blessings. So grateful to open our hearts and minds even more to the higher Holy Spirit self and to allow the healing to unfold as our very life, as our experience, as our emotions. Mm -hmm. What I know for Rainbow, for Jesse, for Amina, for all those who are actively pursuing this career of spiritual counseling and ministering and teaching 
and being a truly helpful person is that we are all standing in the light of love, revealing that light, revealing that love. Everything is for us and nothing is against us. What I know is that miracles are happening in our awareness and we're seeing the results in our life. I'm grateful to know that this is so. I bless Rainbow and her family and know that all is expansive. All is clear. The way is clear. We're grateful and thankful to know this, not just for ourselves, but for all beings and to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In deep gratitude, we allow the healing to be. And so it is. I am Beloved, I am. Yes. Amen. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so good to talk with you, Rainbow. See you in a couple weeks. You too. See you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye for now.